This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive on Sports Radio 105.5 FM, online at WNSP.com, and on the WNSP app. The Dew Sweepers is also brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Now, stepping up to the tee, here's Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Good morning, everybody, and welcome into the Dew Sweepers. I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee. Like I am each and every week, and like we've been doing, I just counted it up, I think it's 20 years now that we've been doing the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, whether it's on radio here on WNSP or our stint on Sirius XM for 16 years, uh, or if you were on the Panhandle of Florida, you've been listening to the Dew Sweepers for 20 years, and we're going to continue to bring you the best equipment experts, mental coaches, performance coaches, instructors, players, insiders, whatever it is to give you guides to help you play your best golf, we're going to do it. And uh, we've got some, we got a great show on tap for you today. Um, some really cool stuff. Richard Turga is going to jump in. Uh, he's going to, he works with me down at Old Palm. Great fitter, was a great player. He's going to give his perspective on things you can look for when it comes to getting properly fit. Uh, and then we're going to be joined by Wayne Flint. And Wayne's going to talk to us a little bit about, and I think this is great, especially if you've got a junior golfer or you're really wanting to get better. He's going to talk a little bit about the process that it takes to become better. And, and uh, every time I listen, you know, I talk to Wayne or I talk to Jackson or I talk to Woody, I talk to these people. I'm always reminded of some of the basics and the things that I learned early on and how fortunate I was in, in when it comes to helping you get better for the long term, the importance of sticking with your program. So we're going to give you some insight into that today. But before we do that, I'll look, I hope there's nobody in Dew Sweeper land um, that needs an attorney. Okay, but the fact is, in this society and the, and the way things go, you will probably need one at some point. So if you've been wronged, if you've been hurt, if you need a lawyer to help you get what you're entitled to, to get what to get the most for you, you've got to go. Just like when it comes to picking a golf instructor, you pick. Uh, I've uh, when when Ed and I started this thing here about them sponsoring the show a couple of years ago, and we talked about it, and he said, you know, like picking a lawyer is just like when I picked a golf instructor. And at first, I was, what the heck are you talking about? He's exactly right. Like you'd pick the person that has the most resource, you know, that has the most technology. Who's got the best fitness people around them? Who's got the best mental coaches and biomechanics people? Like who's got all of that, right? It's no different than when you pick a lawyer. You want the person that's got the best experts, that's got the most resources, the resources to help you uh, to get what you deserve, to get what you're entitled to. And then on top of that, just like golf coaches, you want the person who's had the most success, that's got the best track record. Well, let me tell you, the folks when it comes to the legal profession is Taylor Martino and our friend Ed Rowan. Taylor Martino and Rowan here in Mobile, Alabama. If you've got a legal problem and you want to talk to somebody, there's nobody better, nobody better, nobody going to fight harder than Taylor Martino and our boy Ed Rowan. Call them at 251-433-3131. That's 251-433-3131 for our, our friends Taylor Martino and Rowan. If you need an attorney, call Ed, 251-433-3131. I uh, want to remind all of you out there, uh, we just dropped another uh, episode of the project that we've been doing with Bushdale Golf, which is an inside look behind the scenes of our instruction and how we help different players with different abilities on YouTube. It's called Pro Work. You could go onto YouTube and just type in Pro Work, 
or you could go to my YouTube, the Dew Sweepers at the Dew Sweeper. But check out our YouTube channel, which always has tips basically daily put up scenes from our instruction but you're really going to love this pro work i'm so proud of it and this is a great one here with colby Touye. and we've got a we've got like a 16 handicapper that picks up like 17 to 18 yards it's phenomenal you get to see the process that we go through to help this uh so check out pro work on our youtube channels it is now time for the Shrixon cleveland golf tip of the week and uh obviously if you watch our youtube or you watch um you know, you watch some of our information out there. You know that I believe pivot is the engine of the golf swing. So, uh, and, and I think that that rotary motion is really important to developing you as a player. And so I came up with four tips, uh, to help you improve your ability or help you learn to turn through the ball. I get so many folks that uh, direct message us on Instagram and like, Hey man, I, you know, I'm always hanging back. Can you help me? So here's my four tips to help you turn through. First thing is stability and mobility. Okay. And you'll see us do these tests all the time on our, uh, on our Instagram and YouTube videos. Okay. You have to have enough strength, enough stability and enough mobility in your trail side. If you want to wind into it and in your lead side, if you want to unwind and turn into it. Okay. And had a golfer in here just uh, actually two days ago, really struggled turning into their left side. It was, they were right-handed player. And when we tested them and measured and did all that, I mean, they had no stability in that side. So you had to improve stability before you get the ability to turn into it. So that's number one. Number two is it's, you're going, what ball position. I see a lot of folks that don't turn through the ball, don't rotate through the ball simply because they have the ball too far back in their stance. And if they turned through it and made a better golf swing, they'd hit a worse shot. You're not going to let yourself do that on the golf course. So get your ball up where it needs to be. Get your ball position fixed. Iron one club head width inside your front heel. Uh, second or third, rather, posture and balance. Your body's not going to rotate and create the amount of force and speed that it that it can if you're not in balance and not postured correctly. At the start, remember your body's number one job is to not fall down. So make sure you're balanced at address. Okay. Make sure the weight's not too far on your heels, not too far on your toes. Make sure you're not overly rounded. Okay. Uh, which restricts your ability to rotate. Uh, you know, you're not too far, you know, bent over at the waist. Your rear end's not too far out behind your heels. Get postured and balanced correctly at address. And then lastly, number four is a lot of folks try to turn their lead side through, right? They're trying to turn their lead side, your right-handed player, trying to turn your left side out of the way. I've found that I think it's more helpful if you think of pushing or driving off of your trail side rather than trying to just turn your lead side or if you're right-handed player, your left side out of the way. So I think a good feel is once you get to the top of your backswing, really feel like you're pushing off of that trail foot, really feel like you're pushing and driving off that trail foot and if you do that as you push off of it you'll notice that your lead side rotates out of the way so we've got stability and mobility fix your ball position get it up far enough get postured and balance and push and drive off your trail side and that my friends is the Shrixon cleveland golf zexio tip of the week and uh 
got a lot of great stuff out there. Like I said, uh, uh, lots of great content. You can always go to my Instagram page at the Dew Sweeper. Follow me on Twitter. There's more on the Instagram, but lots of great stuff. We get, I mean, we're almost at a hundred thousand people every month that watch us watch these YouTube. So go check us out on my YouTube channel. That's um, uh, at the Dew Sweeper. Everything's at the Dew Sweeper. But uh, we've got three great camps this summer. One, unfortunately, just sold out in June. Uh, our VIP junior camps where you have the likes of Dr. Greg Carton, uh, Jackson Court, Colby Tuye, Wayne Flint, myself, uh, Morgan Hale, uh, Mark Hackett, and so forth, Richard Turga, all there to help your juniors. You get to play with our my PGA Tour players. Uh, you get to play golf with them. You're going to play in a competitive like Ryder Cup format as well as get fitness biomechanics, mental coaching, performance coaching, and leave with a real plan and a real way to to develop as a player. And I know there's adults saying, well, I, mean, I wish they had one of those for adults. Well, guess what we do? We have one where we allow both in, and that is in July. So for dates and information uh, on our VIP experience, go to dosweepersgolf.com. That's dosweepersgolf.com. And look, if you just – request info on that on those vip retreats i'll i'll respond right away with an email to you that basically lists each of the dates all of the info uh everything you need to know about it and kind of an outline of it it's a really cool experience whether you're an adult or you're a junior that aspires to be really good and we're passionate about player development here at the dew sweepers i think you can tell when you listen to the show you listen to us talk to our guests. We've been doing this 20 years, as I said at the uh, tip off of this show. We're not going anywhere. So make sure you check out dosweepersgolf.com. That's dosweepersgolf.com. And you can always follow all of us on our social media at, on YouTube at the Do Sweeper. Again, remind you to follow Pro Work. And also, uh, you can follow Morgan Hale Performance on Instagram, Jackson K Golf on Instagram. Lots of content from the Dew Sweeper world out there. So we appreciate you, as always, for listening in for 20 years. Um, great stuff coming up on this show. And look, if you've got a question and you want us to answer, you need some help for your game, just go on Instagram and slip into my DMs and message me, hey, can you take a look at this? Or more importantly, what, what guests can we bring on to help you play better golf? So I'm Tony Ruggiero. Another episode of the Dew Sweepers is coming at you. We'll be right back with more help for your golf game. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. Welcome back into the Dew Sweepers, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee. As we do each and every week, we bring around the best experts, teachers, club fitters, manufacturers, players, mental coaches, fitness people to all help you play your best And this week's no difference. We'll bring him on for the first time. He's somebody I'm incredibly fortunate enough to be able to teach with, watch him fit, hang out with down at Old Palm. Richard Turga, who's not only a great teacher, a great fitter, but also a super player. Richard, thanks for uh, thanks for joining in, and thanks for sitting in with me and helping some folks out. Oh, Tony, thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate being on with you. Um, yeah, it's been a blast to working with you for a few uh, months now more important you give those tremendous lessons more importantly thanks for putting up with me that's really the, the big... 
let's. I wanted to bring you on. Well, first, I want you to do your impersonation of me. Come on, give everybody a little douchely <laughs> impersonation. This is so good. Uh, you know, you're now you're putting me on the spot. Come here. on, um, do it one time. <laughs> well, you know, you get you have that really deep accent from Alabama. So that's first of all. So you got to get really deep. Yeah, yeah. You got to look, look here. What you need to do is get that right <laughs> arm over that right seam of that shirt. Oh my God, that's beautiful. that's my best one. Good. It's so good, it's so good. I still don't think I have an accent, but but I brought it's endearing. It's endearing. It's endearing. Um, so look, I brought. You've been doing so much. We've these retreats as you know, have been a huge success, like juniors and folks coming down. And one of the, one of the parts of the retreat is always to get, you know, get your equipment analyzed by you. And, and, uh, uh, I, I just find it fascinating. The different things that we see, we've seen a couple beauties. We've seen a couple people with some odd stuff in their bag. Uh, let's talk about some of the things that you see as we work with golfers of all skill level, but a lot of juniors, uh, and so forth. Uh, that you see in their bag where you're like, you know, I, I don't know that this is like the right fit or, or what are some of the common mistakes you see people have in their bag? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, really the, the two common ones that I always kind of see, I mean, I, I think grips also like grips, grips is one of the main ones. Like I see, like sometimes like they don't have the right size. Um, you know, uh, the right size is very important. I mean, it one, it'll, activate or inactivate some of your hands in the golf swing. So I, I feel like that's one number. Number two, I, I do see a lot of um, mismatch of loft and then, and then loft of the golf club, um, say like a driver, uh, the loft is sometimes a little bit too much or too little. And then, and then you have also the, um, the weight of the shaft and, and, and the length. I mean, with with those three things, I mean, you can go down a rabbit hole. Oh yeah. I try to keep it, you know, I try to keep it as simple. If I see somebody a little squirrely and uh, they're 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 hitting the driver all over the place, you know, with like some sort of like, if you put some um, uh, tape on the face and you see that they're kind of hitting it a little bit on the toe and the heel and everything, I'll, I'll go a little shorter. I don't I don't mind doing that. Um, and sometimes you'll see like their ball speed uh, pick up, but. Um, the uh, the other important thing is, you know, the the shaft, uh, the weight, uh, mm-hmm. lighter. You know, I, I try I try to get them into like as light as they could possibly handle until they are kind of missing it and getting a little inaccurate. Um, but but those are the kind of couple things I always look at. I mean, really, the most two important things I've always looked at is you know ball speed and 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 launch and spin. So if I could just try to get the fastest ball speed without not sacrificing the uh, spin rate um, to make it go too high, too high on the spin rate, um, we may have a winner. So yeah, no, no question. Uh, Let's start with grip. I want to bounce back. Uh, you know, we got about six yeah. minutes or so. I want to talk about grip. What are some things you see? Like, what can different grip sizes do for a player? You know, uh, I, I see folks a lot with you know small hands, and they'll have too big a grips and things like that. And and I see folks maybe that have been not really educated on what grip size does. So if you don't mind, let everybody know a little bit about what you're looking for when it comes to grip size and how it relates to the golf ball. Yeah. Grip size is interesting. Um, I I always find it 
when the ones that throw me off are the ones that have arthritis, the, 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 the people that have arthritis in their fingers and they try to go with a bigger grip. But, you know, if you go with a bigger grip, it's going to inactivate your hands and it's going to keep the face a little bit more open. Um, you know, and, and, and sometimes they lose a little accuracy with that. So those, those are the, really the most difficult ones. Um, so I try to go more softer on those than, than, you know, trying to get something that's, um, you know, instead of like a jumbo, try to go with a midsize, just try to go a little bit up in their size. But some, some people just really need, um, that grip. But, uh, for the most part, I mean, when you look at, especially club golfers, I mean, really they're a lot of them, they really, they're getting from the rack. So really they don't get really fitted, um, you know, with, with, with the right, uh, size and sometimes like you know just putting maybe one or two extra layers in a, in in a grip that may make the world of a difference because I mean I see more I don't know I, I really I see more like medium larges and larges um, I don't know maybe maybe here at Old Palm we have a lot of big hands or whatever but um, you know I, I see that that with a very small grip so if I, I've I've put in a you know I've changed a lot of people to a little bit of a more of a mid size grip or even a jumbo size just the other day I had another guy a uh, one one uh, member, he he came in and 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 he had basically like uh, regular, you know, small small grips and I mean he has like extra large hands. I'm like, man, you you need a bigger <laughs> grip. Let's let's try. I put him I put him in midsize with three extra wraps because I didn't have a jumbo, but I put him in midsize and and he loved them. So with, with three extra wraps, so that was that was fun. It really kind of all goes back to you know, look. You're going to pay the same for clubs whether you get fit or not. You should get fit all the way from grip all the way to shaft to, to loft. Talk about uh, – let's talk about loft for a second. I, I see the majority of folks – I would say the majority of folks don't have enough loft, and it, you know, especially as we see mid-upper handicappers, and they've been told you know, they're, they're given eight and a half, nine degrees where if you got them enough loft, not only – would the numbers be better? But I think also there'd be some better golf swings out there if they had enough loft to get the driver in particular in the air and still turn through it. I think that sometimes an equipment fitting makes your golf swing with your driver worse, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I do see that Uh, with the loft is, is another tricky one. Um, but uh, usually, you know, if you give somebody that has, um, very little loft, I mean, you know, usually they're going to hit it to the right, um, uh, you know, very lot, a lot, a lot of loft. You're going to go a little bit to the left. It usually maybe gets gets a little more of a draw bias. But um, you know, the, the the again, that's the the one thing when I'm looking at launch and spin, uh, launch spin. i oh, I'm always trying to look for the highest I could get somebody, um, so we could get the most maximum carry, and then without getting uh, the spin rate um, a little bit out of whack. Um, so when when we're seeing like a lady that, you know, never gets the ball in the air and you actually get her up in the air with like a 12 degree driver and they look at you like, well, but it's going really high and <laughs> you got to explain to them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going a little high, but you're carrying it farther, you know? So even though you might not, you know, carry it like, you know, 120 and, you know, it's going to roll out like another 50 yards this way, it'll carry maybe a hundred and, 40 and, and, and maybe, maybe roll out to like 160, you know, so they may be at the same distance, but you're going to carry it further. So that, that little bunker that's like in your way, you could carry it instead of going around it. So, um, that's, I don't know. They, the, the lofts are interesting. And then you could always go deep down in the rabbit hole where, 
you know, now the equipment's so good that, you know, you could get a person instead of like, you know, getting a, you know, you could even go from a 12 degree driver and make, knock it down to like a 10 degree driver, um, you know, with, with, and that's going to face the affect the face angle. So, you know, you get a, you know, guy that's drawing it a lot or fading a lot, you can kind of counterbalance that in, in, in which loft and how you adjust the sleeves. Um, it's pretty cool how uh, technology has um, got us to here, you know. And Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so much we can do with a driver now in particular with adjustments, right, and getting the right shaft and then tweaking it down. Um, you know, there's just so much to do. And then you, you factor in the technology we have with fitting, whether it's TrackMan, the Quad, or, you know, Bushnell Launch Pro, whatever it is. There's just you – know, there's so many different ways to dial in. There's no reason for somebody to me – nowadays to not maximize whatever they already do with their swing if you spend a little time and get fit no no question i mean look even when you in your schools i mean we've done this where you've actually asked me to like hey can you look at look at a guy's swing and see if we can adjust it i mean um you know i i remember we had one that, that i mean we gave him like 30 or 40 yards yeah. just by because of the way we adjusted his driver i mean we didn't really change much on his on on the we didn't change the shaft or anything we no. just changed the adjustment of the setting and and I mean, he got like 20, 30 yards more. I mean, that was, that was eye opening. Right. So yeah, I, I recommend everybody just go get fit. I mean, it, you know, whether, whether it'd be a, you know, somebody like me or somebody at a PJ superstore, at least those guys are all like trained in what they're doing. I mean, at least that, it'll help, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Turgs, awesome stuff as always. Thanks for sitting in. Get re- ready. I'm going to start bringing you on regular because you do the best impersonation. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, buddy. That's, Thanks. That's Richard Turga. He's the best. He takes care of me. I'm Tony Ruggiero. The Dew Sweepers Golf Show will be right back with more help for your golf game. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Keep it in the fairway with Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Welcome back into the Dew Sweepers, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee. Once again, bringing you all the information and everything you need to play better golf. Our next guest, always a frequent contributor here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson T. Why? Because he's always making folks better, and we want to help all of you play better. But before that, there's one thing I know. I know if he was here, he'd be getting ready to get in the car with me and go down to Stokely's Midtown Garden Center because they have everything you need to make your yard, your back deck look great. I was just down there the other day and hanging baskets. Uh, we got some flowers for the front porch and the back deck. Um, you're not going to find better selection, better prices, and more importantly, more helpful experts than the folks at Stokely's Midtown Garden Center. Plus, my boy, Blaine Stokely is a huge dew sweeper and supporter of the show. So check out Stokely's Midtown Garden Center. And now joining me is Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher, Wayne Flint, who has an immaculate yard, not only up in Birmingham, but at his palatial estate down on the Gulf Coast. Wayne, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great today, Tony. How you doing? And I'm doing awesome. And you know what? I thought about you the other day. I don't even know why I'm telling you this on the air, but somebody was bringing up to me bonsai trees. 
in Birmingham, oh, and then I started thinking about Stokely's Midtown Garden Center, Wayne Flint and bonsai trees. I was like, I was having flashbacks there. So, um, oh, brother. But just like bonsai trees and having good yards, you've been making folks better for a long time. And uh, I, you kind of brought up the idea to talk about this and, it, and, and to kind of lead into it. I think I told you this the other day. You know, Andy Ogletree, obviously, he's been playing some nice golf. He's created some opportunities for himself on live. Um, and, you know, he played nice this past week. And I said, uh, we were taught, him and I were talking, and he said the one thing that, you know, he's done the best job of in the last year, he's really played well and gotten back on track, was he stayed committed to the two or three things we've been working on. We've worked regularly, as you know, and we've kept working on the same things regardless of when there's been weeks, Wayne, we're like, eh, it isn't always great, right? But we've stayed on those things. And as you brought up before and we're going to talk about, that's a really valuable lesson for folks out there wanting to play better. Well, I just think, Tony, I think from every skill level, it's it's critical. I mean, beginning golfers, beginning learners, whatever you want to call them, your high school players, your college players, and tour players obviously are are the same, the, the top of the mountain, so to speak. And you know, it's it's so hard to get people to to stay on a program and to stay with it when times are are a little a little sketchy. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I the last lesson I gave today before I went to the office, um, last lesson I gave was uh, to a guy, and you know, about five minutes left in the lesson, I said, well. This hasn't been our best ball striking lesson ever, and we kind of got a chuckle out of it. And, and you know, he didn't hit it good today, and he's a beginner. And and so I wasn't going to stand there and tell him how great he did because heck, he didn't hit it very solid. And you know, I took some ownership to that, and I said, you know, now here's here's what we've got to do. I want to I want to see you practice a couple times in between our next session. I'll see you next week. But again, you've gotten away from the program of. You know, I had him hitting up next to a board because he has a little bit of trouble controlling the club and not letting it get outside the target line. Mm-hmm. And I had him hitting up next to the board, you know, my two-by-four. And, and uh, you know, he was hitting a bunch of shots back because he wasn't turning. Through. And I said, so I want you to practice for me twice, and, and I want you to hit balls next to the board, and I want you to try to make sure you don't hit it fat by turning your pivot all the way through to the finish. And, and lo and behold, he finally said it. He said, well, I haven't been very good. I haven't been very good at hitting balls next to the board. And I said, well, you, got, you know, you got to stay in your station. You know, Davis Love's dad told me there's two ways to get better at this game, and one is through effective instruction. And he used to always say, you're, you're getting a, in, effective instruction for me because I'm the most expensive guy in the town. So he always turned that into a little bit of a joke for the people. Um, and then he said, but you have to, you have to learn to practice effectively. And the only way to practice effectively is to practice from a station. So in your program, you have to understand what your station is and why you have that station and what's the one or two or three things that station is trying to help you control and help you, you know, manage, you know, are you doing it well or are you not doing it well? And, And those are the things that a good teacher are is going to put together for for the student and then the student's job is is you know just like the just like the mr miyagi's of the bonsai world and be very patient <laughs> be very patient watch that thing grow because they grow awful slow just like 
sometimes there's in a golf swing it takes just a little bit more time than we all want it to but if you work on it you know effectively your your golf swing can turn out and be just as pretty and be just as effective as a, a beautiful plant that you work on for years you know so you know it just takes time and that's what the one thing that a lot of people don't like but that's just the way the game is and you know that's i had a sports psychology tell me one time that's that's the biggest thing that makes golf great is enjoying enjoying the journey you know mm-hmm. enjoying enjoying when it's tough and enjoying how hard you work on it to get out of the tough time and then obviously when you play well and you win a little you know one day tournament or a two day tournament well you you enjoy hoisting that trophy or or holding the plaque that says you're the winner you know i mean you have to enjoy every step of it the hard times and the good times no question about it and you i want to touch on something you when you were talking about your student with the board and you mentioned understanding like why you're doing things in there right and I, and I try right. hard. I learned this from you and HJ, uh, and and I stress it to the folks that come up under us. And but like I, I think one thing that folks take for granted teaching is like they'll put a board down or we'll put a rope down, and they don't explain to the student why they're doing it, right? And then right. you know when right. the student comes back to you in a month, if they don't understand why, I mean, I think there's kind of zero chance that they're going to have kept doing it, right? And and so like, right. don't you think it's important if? if you're Joe and Mary six pack out there and you're taking a lesson from me or Wayne, like, you know, you need to understand not only what the practice station is, but why we've got you doing it and what the, you know, and and if you're taking a lesson from somebody and they don't explain it or you don't understand it, like you got to ask a question or they're not doing their job. Right. Right. And if, you know, I mean, if a teacher's worth his salt and 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 a student asks a question, they, they should have a number of ways to explain right. why and what and how, you know. And and so I, I I always want my students asking questions if they're if they're confused about anything. You know, one of the things one time um, that I learned a lot from was we played with a, a guy one time when I was caddying for Hank. <laughs> and, and, uh, I bet that paid and, well. <laughs> no, it was, it was a great week for sure. I didn't teach any lessons and I didn't get my – five <laughs> percent other than that it worked out perfect <laughs> as always um, as always that's right but you know we played with a guy the last day and i can't remember exactly who it was but he was he he said to hank he said you know they were on like 17 or 18 and he said hank well he, he really struggled the last round and hank had played great he i remember that last round he shot like the second lowest score of the day i mean he really did play a wonderful round of golf and and it was in the in the Bruno's, the, mm-hmm. what is now the Regents tradition. And uh, so, like on the 17th or 18th hole, the, the guy said to him, "Hank, I, I was wondering if if you would, uh, when we got done today, if we we could get some lunch and maybe you could, you know, watch me hit a few balls and, you know, give give me just something to think about because because I'm I'm really lost right now. And 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 so we sat down together. He said, "Well, I'm not going to do it, but I'll let my caddy." watch you hit balls well that instantly made my blood pressure go up because i didn't know if i was prepared for that that was a long time ago and and so um but that was just the way i guess that hank wanted to bring me along for the ride a little bit i mean you remember those yeah, days yeah. And, and uh so we ate lunch and we went down and watched the guy hit some balls and it started just like any other first lesson well tell me what's going on and this that and the other and, and the guy said well you know i worked with harvey Pennick." All, all through my junior golf and my high school golf, my college golf, and and 
all through my professional career, he was my only guy. And I stuck with him and this and, you know, just how long they had been together. And he said, you know, the last time, the last time I saw Harvey before he passed away, he watched me hit some balls. He said, I was swinging at it great. And he told me he wanted me just to clip the tee underneath the, underneath the ball. And he said, you know, and then he passed away and he said, I got in a little bit of a slump or just where I wasn't playing real good. And he said, man, all I've been trying to do for the last two and a half years is clip that tee. And hmm. and he said, I don't know why I'm trying to clip the tee. Hmm. And that was part of Harvey's genius, yeah. right? Hey, Wayno, um, do you have another, simple. do you have another 10 minutes where you could do another segment with us? I'll be happy Continue to continue. This is anytime we get a Harvey story, I'm going to make sure we get all of it. Everybody, you're listening to Wayne Flint. I'm Tony Ruggiero here on the Dew Sweepers. want to remind all of you, everything you need to play better golf is available for you at dewsweepersgolf.com. That's dewsweepersgolf.com. We'll be right back with more help for your golf game. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. Welcome back into the Dew Sweepers, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee, back here with my good friend, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher from Birmingham, Alabama, up at Highland Park. If you're traveling through the Birmingham area, uh, and you need a realtor, go see my daughter. If you need a golf instructor, go see Wayne Flint. Wayne the Drano's the best. Wayne you were in the middle of telling a Harvey Penick story. I mean, we're, and what we're talking about this show, this segment is about staying, you know, staying on track, understanding, and, and more importantly, you were getting into what, understanding what you're working on. So go ahead and continue with this. This is a fantastic story. So he was, he was trying to, he was trying to clip the tee, clip the tee, clip the tee. And, and, and to your point, Tony, he said, I just don't know why I'm trying to clip the tee and I'm lost. Mm-hmm. And so I took from that, I said, well, golly, it's important that you tell them why right. you want them to be parallel to the rope or whatever the case is that mm-hmm. you're trying to teach your student. It's important for them to understand why. And, and so then when Tank, Hank started getting him to, to work on it, the guy had no forward swing pivot. He was, he was shifting to the ball, but, but he was kind of backing up and just swinging his arms and club mm-hmm. through while well, the ball was going to the right, and the ball was going to the left. And, and, you know, the more he leaned back, the less he could clip the tee. <laughs> so really what, what he was trying to do was Harvey was trying to get him shifted onto his left foot and then get his body to turn through so that he could hit the ball first, hit the tee, knock the tee out of the ground and then make a divot, hit the ball solid, you know, by using his pivot a little bit better. Right. And so if he'd have known that, maybe he wouldn't have been so lost, but he was truly lost. I mean, and this guy was a tour player. And, you know, so that shows you how committed tour players are to just doing the one thing or two things that you've got them working on. And if they're committed to it, they've got a chance for greatness down the road but the tour players who are jumping from one guy to another, always searching for that little piece of magic, they very rarely find it, as you and I both know. Yeah, and I, don't you think that, you know, we've talked about this type of stuff a gazillion times on this show or drinking beer or wine somewhere, but, like, you know, to me, 
and, and, and I think H.J. is the one that said this to me once, that he said uh, he was watching it. And it, I think it was Lee Williams, if I'm not mistaken, at the back at Sandesta there. And, uh, you know, he said that the, that the best players understood what they needed to do to hit their good shot, and they kept trying to do it regardless of what the last shot was. And that golfers that got lost – we're always trying to fix the last shot, you know, and never understood. And they were always trying to fix that instead of trying to understand whatever it is you, me, Lee, whoever needs to do to hit their good shot. And I think that's one thing you do such a great job of. And kind of what we're talking about with the processes of getting better is if, if you sit down with your coach and your teacher and you understand why the practice station's there and you understand what you're working on and why and what it does to the ball – don't you think there's more incentive and it's easier to stick to your program if you understand all of those things than if somebody just tells you to go do these two things and you don't really understand why the heck you're doing it? It's hard to stick to that when the ball starts going left or right. Well, absolutely. I mean, if you you don't know why you're trying to you know, keep your left foot flat on the ground and you keep trying to keep, hit your left foot flat on the ground when you hit it and the ball's going everywhere, it would be pretty easy to bail out of that pretty quick to try to fix the ball but if you understand what it is you're working on what the sequence of events is and something i've tried to really add with my students the last few years is letting them know where i think their next lesson's going to go after they learn this here's where i think your ball flight's going to be i think you're going to hit it more solid i think you're going to drive the ball instead of scoop the ball I, you know i think you'll make a more consistent divot pattern Whatever the case may be, I try to tell them what's going to happen, and then I try to give them a little bit of an inkling. After you learn this, here's probably where I'm going next, mm-hmm. so that they can see that I have a plan and that I have a, a a purpose of things things that I'm trying to get done for their golf swing. That I'm thinking ahead, and I'm I'm always thinking trying to make them better. So I want them to to have that self confidence in me that I that I'm not just saying try this, try that. Something I read in the golf magazine last night you know oh yeah and i, um, and I think that, that's that I why you have something i think that's why you've had so much success developing players and people staying with you for long term i think one of the things i hope i've learned from you is like is on the front end of a lesson and we we joke and we talk about your first lesson all the time and it's it's in my book a copy of it's in my book the lesson for the legends but like i think you do such a good job and it's so important to lay out on the very first lesson or on the front end with a student where you're going with them long-term, but say, hey, we're not going to get to this today, but long-term, here's where you know where I'm going. I think that's important for a student, too, like that's looking to develop to go, you know, for you to say, like, okay, here's what we're going to work on now, and when we get to X, Y, or Z, I mean, here's probably where we're going. I think I think all of that bodes well for, you know, developing. Well, I think it gives, I think it gives the student – some confidence that hey this guy's done this before this isn't this isn't his first rodeo and you know he seems to have a plan for me and he's you know he seems to be confident in that plan and and uh has a way to to lay that plan out and deliver it to me you know all to my success you know all all those things should help me you know do what my goal is and that's to get better at playing golf exactly exactly and and but it, but it takes you know like we said it takes it takes a plan, and I, th- you know, you know, I, and I always say to folks, and I think you would agree with this. Like, if 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 you're looking for a quick fix, somebody to come to you, that's just gonna make you play a little better that day, but it may not last, and it's a band aid. Like, 
I'm probably not your guy, and I would say you're probably not the guy, right? And I don't mean that. And that doesn't mean that. I, I don't know that that means that we couldn't do it. But, I mean, that's certainly not what we try to do. Whereas, you know, I know folks that they say, oh, I went to so-and-so 15 minutes before I teed off, and he told me to, you know, hold it like a bird, <laughs> you know, and I, right, I played good. Play and, like, big. well, did you play good because the guy told you that or did you just play good, right? You know, like, right, and, right. and so, you know, because I'm just not very good at the quick fixes, uh, but I think I've gotten decent at, at long-term development. And I would say that, I mean, don't you think it's the same for you? I do, Tony, and I think that's, I think that's because you, you and I both look at a golf swing as a big picture. Um, you know, we look at really trying to take someone from point A to point B. Um, you know, we have a, a, a system or whatever you want to, not a system, that's a terrible word, but we have a, a, the ability to, to do that for all types of players, beginners, intermediate, you know, good players on the tour level players. And, and, and we have the confidence of when to instill the right things into them that is going to make them play better as they get to be better players. You know, maybe, maybe now, now is not the time to tell them something, you know, 15 minutes before they tee off in the U S open um, qualifier. That's probably not the time to introduce any new thoughts. And, you know, <laughs> but again, that's because we've done those things for, before and we've learned. Right. Right. And, and uh, I, you know, I think other, other guys, other young teachers or other teachers in general that, you know, maybe haven't pursued knowledge like you and I have and, you know, pursued information that we can use to make our students better, you know, maybe they're they're definitely more, we'll try this, try that, and that's all they know how to do, and, and, and they would be more of the Band-Aid type, 15-minute fix type teacher, and, you know, there's certainly a time and a place for that, but that's probably not where a person wants to go spend a whole lot of money and a whole lot of time because, you know, I think you're better off searching out somebody who is who has gone the distance and made people better over and over and over again for a number of years and you know you want to put your put your money and your trust in in that information and 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 see if that can carry you to better golf and and i think that you know we kind of wrapped this up this past week i did a podcast with brian manzello and we talked about who he would put on his mount rushmore of of golf instructors and it was pretty interesting and one of the things though he talked about was there's a lot of folks that are flashing the pans that have a year, two years success. A couple guys in the area get good, but what you're really looking for people that have that they've got, you know, that they've got a catalog of success over a period of time. You know that they've got a track record, and that's what you're looking for. You know, right, right. Awesome. I've always wanted, I've always wanted to be that guy, not the guy. Well, go get us, go get a quick tip from Wayne. He'll fix you right up. I, I've never searched that kind of stuff out. No, and but you're but you're great at developing players. Wayno, thanks one, thanks for hanging in here for two segments today. Thanks for Absolutely. the sto- Harvey story. Great stuff as always. Look, if anybody's driving around in Birmingham, come uh, go check him out at Highland Park, uh, or if you're traveling up there, he's the best. Uh, uh, you could go to DoSweepersGolf.com and we can get you to him if uh, if if you have trouble finding him. But uh, Wayno, we'll look for. We appreciate you sitting in. We'll look forward to catching up with you soon. I uh, want to remind everybody out there, everything you need to play better golf is available for you. DoSweepersGolf.com. Uh, you've got myself, Morgan Hale, and the crew here at 1100 Dolphin Street, so make sure you check out everything we've got to offer. We've got our junior camps and our programs running throughout the summer. I'm Tony Ruggiero. The Do Sweepers Golf Show will be back next week with more help for your golf game.